Hi guys, welcome back to the Nevermind Poly Podcast. My name is Matt, I'm your host, and we chat to rock and metal bands from around the world. How are we all doing? This is another little bonus episode, because I was... Well, basically, I'm very fortunate in this position to be a podcaster, to be a journalist of sorts, of to be a music fan. I'm very, very blessed and very, very lucky. Um, and I got uh, sent or asked if I would like to attend Set It Off's concert in Norwich, which is their first UK um, date on their UK European tour. And it was really, really good. Um, I'll be completely honest with you guys, as I try to be with everything I do, I was sort of, I knew of Set It Off, I knew who they were, I kind of roughly knew what they were about, but I thought to myself, well, this is a perfect opportunity for me to really try and cut my teeth in terms of reviewing things that I perhaps am not completely accustomed with. And um, challenging yourself to do things um, in both the creative space and also just in general is, is really important to me. So if I get any of the actual facts wrong about this band during this review, please don't come after me. Um, you know, as I say, we're, we all learn, we're all, we're all trying to be the best versions of ourselves we can, but... What I will be doing in this particular podcast is talking about my experience, my first time experience as well, seeing Set It Off. Um, so, I want to do a massive shout out before we go any further to the wonderful Haley at Good As Gold for setting this up for me. Um, and I'm due to chat to Set It Off as well this week, which is going to be in a podcast which you can hear later on down the line. Anyway... So I have just done a full shift at work, full nine-hour shift at work in my day job. I then jump in the car and make the short little trip to Norwich to the waterfront. Um, Norwich Waterfront is a venue which I've been to literally hundreds of times. Um, I could, I know it like the back of my hand. I call it like my second home. I fucking love it there. It's great. Um, the one thing I will say about this particular show was it had a stupidly early time to start. Um, so the doors opened at half past five, which I know it was a Saturday on the day of the show, but half past five, man, is a fucking early start for a show. And the only reason for that is because they have a club night on at 10 o'clock, therefore all the bands had to be finished by 10, which is neither... No one's fault, neither here nor there. It's just an observation, the fact it was fucking early. So I got to the venue for about ten past six, there or thereabouts. I mean, I couldn't get there as early as I wanted to, so I missed out um, Lizzie Farrell, who is the support act. So I do apologise to them. I can't do a review on, on them and their performance because I wasn't there, unfortunately. But I did get in there in time to see the band Cemetery Sun, um, so, from what, what research I have done about Cemetery Sun, they are a Californian pop-punk band. Um, and they played a very, very good set, in my opinion. Um, it was full of energy, it was full of vibrance. Um, what do they actually sound like? Well, they kind of sound like 
um, sort of poppy punk with sort of semi-wrapped, semi-sort of trap vocals. Um, but there was a really nice crunch in the guitars, which is really cool. Um, a particular song that stood out to me was a song called Piece of Shit, which <laughs> is a hilarious name for a title, but it really did just like, I, I was definitely humming that to myself on the way home. Um, Cemetery Sun, if I had to rate them out of 10, which I'm not really a big fan of doing, but fuck it, we'll do it anyway. Um, I would give them a solid 6 out of 10. They were, they were very good as a sort of opening band. Although they weren't the opening band because Lizzie Farrell opened, but you get what I mean. Then we go on to Weathers, the band Weathers, who seem to draw a fucking massive, massive reaction from the Norwich audience. So Cemetery Sun kind of had like a bit more of a muted kind of uh, response when they first hit the stage. Don't get me wrong, there was there was quite a bit of sort of like, um, you know, clapping and singing and things like that once they hit the stage. But, um, and I think that's due to Cemetery Sun just absolutely being you know, really good showmen, basically, in their, in their own right. But um, Weathers hit the stage, and there was a definite change in the atmosphere on in the room, because people were clearly there for Weathers, or at least some people were. And this is where um, reviewing becomes slightly difficult sometimes, because this whole night really wasn't really my cup of tea, and that's kind of the point I want to go in there and review it objectively as not being per se a fan of these bands and this style of music. But anyway, Weathers hit the stage. And my thoughts on Weathers may not be to everybody's taste. So if you are a big, massive fan of Weathers and you're easily triggered, I'd probably skip a couple of minutes. Because Weathers, in my opinion, is probably one of the fucking most boring bands I've seen in quite a while. Um, to me, well, let's start with the positives first. For me, personally, I could hear a lot of Arctic Monkeys in the guitar tone, which was cool. I'm all about that. But for the most part, I mean, that's the only positive. Um, I mean, the, probably a second positive, if I'm really stretching is the fact that the uh, the band had quite a bit of energy on stage. They looked like they wanted to be there. They looked like they were up for it. So that's kind of cool, I guess. But generally, the music itself, to me, sounds like landfill indie rock from around the 2000s. Um, and I know that's fucking harsh. I know that's fucking harsh. But one thing that really, they did make me laugh though, they did make me laugh, which is always good, because on the second song they'd done, and I'm just going to pull up the set list, or attempt to pull up the set list and see if it's gone on yet, the second song they did, they performed a song which I absolutely shit you not, sounds like... Um, it sounds like the song, um, I'm so excited, dun, 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 I just can't hide it. Dun, 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 dun. If you know anything about Weathers, you know exactly the song I mean. And it fucking made me laugh so hard. Because it was just one of those things where it's like, 
well, this is just a blatant rip-off of this song. Anyway, it was it was fine. One redeeming feature, I will say, which is then goes straight back down again, is they performed a song called Happy Hills, uh, which I knew. I knew that song. I thought that was okay. I thought it was a good song. They then proceeded to do the most random fucking thing, which I am kind of over bands doing. I'm just over bands. Um, I'm over bands doing covers of other people's songs. It's so boring and so, so, so overrated. Just do your own songs. Like, I'm, and again, I made this comment with August Burns Red uh, in the Berry Tomorrow review. Uh, when they do a, done a cover of Chop Suey. Now, August Burns Road, I've subsequently learned, um, actually recorded Chop Suey, the cover, and released it as, as their own song, and it was a whole thing. And, like, although, although it is, you know, lazy, to say the least, um, what, um, what I will say is kind of like, yeah, fair play. Weathers, on the other hand, decided, after their... Basically, their, their best song being Happy Pills decided to go into a rendition of um, Famous Last Words by um, My Chemical Romance. And it was kind of like, oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, for fuck's sake. Go away. Don't, don't try and ruin one of the fucking greatest bands with your pretty rubbish landfill indie music. Anyway, anyway, basically, I put in my notes, um, happy, happy pills, great, into famous last words, fuck off, pal. I mean, I can't argue with that. That's how I felt when I wrote, when I wrote these notes on my phone as I was watching. But one thing I will say is there was a absolutely palpable level of excitement before Set It Off hit the stage. And you know what? I'm not one to judge, I'm not one to call out or kind of that kind of thing, but uh, it I did feel like one of the oldest members of the audience that night. Um, a lot of very young teenage fans, um, and then there was a dis- there was a distinguished break between the young uh, the younger fans at the front and a lot of older parents at the back holding merch like some sort of camels it was very funny um but set it off for those who don't know are an american punk rock band pop punk band from florida um and they are massive it seems i as i say i knew of the band i didn't know that much about them i kind of knew what they what they sounded like um but yeah fucking massive so one thing I thought that uh, set it off done brilliantly was create a world of immersion. And they do that superbly. They do that absolutely superbly, in my opinion. So, again, apologies if I don't get all of this strictly correct in terms of the... Um, in terms of the kind of the actual facts and things again i'm reading the majority of this wikipedia after the event but they released an album called midnight uh in 2019 um and they had announcements throughout the set uh or the start of the set like a pre-show almost to saying 
um, the Midnight Society members um, announcement sort of introduction says so the Midnight um, Midnight Society members um, would like you to let you know that there is 10 minutes before the band hit the stage that kind of thing could the employee number 44 please return to the bins where something has happened and it was kind of like it was comical it was fun and it kind of created a world of immersion. And I really, really did enjoy that. It kind of reminds me of stuff that Enter Shikari does, um, which is really cool as well. Um, just sort of creating a world of immersion. And I did feel, even as someone who's not per se a fan of this band, or, or who already understands what this band are kind of about, it creates a world of immersion. And that is cool. Um, so, yeah... The band hit the stage. Cody Carson, um, absolutely brilliant as a frontman. Fucking brilliant as a frontman. So much energy when he hits the stage. And there was something that really resonated with me. That he just shouted into the mic, four years later, we're here. And that is the one thing that I think people forget with the whole pandemic and stuff. Is... The music industry in general was kind of like, not on its last legs, far from its on its last legs, but in a, in a pretty dire place in terms of touring musicians uh, and things because of the pandemic and not being able to tour and things like that. And I've seen some fucking brilliant bands fall by the wayside um, because of this. And so to see a really really healthy crowd in Norwich was really good and again it was a Saturday so I think that probably does help but looking at their tour dates they have they are very close to selling out a lot of the dates some of the dates have already sold out which is super super awesome um but what did the band sound like the band sounded really really good there was the crowd were massively into it um and again they don't really play like, I'm used to going to really heavy shows. Like, you know, really heavy shows. So, this was so not out of my comfort zone. But at the same time, it was kind of like, okay, this is a different kind of vibe. But um, there was the, the energy in the room was high. The energy in the room was high. And they really, really did enjoy it. And that kind of was the main thing that I took away from it. The... The singer, Cody's uh, vocal died on, like, the second song. Like, his mic stopped working. But yet the band obviously didn't notice at all and persisted to sing through or, you know, uh, attempt to sing through their, their entire song. Um, and it wasn't until the very end of the song that they realised that they had a complete power outage. But it didn't matter because every single person in that room was singing the fucking song. And... It, it, he actually just shouted across the stage and just went, how long will we out? Was it the whole song? And he's like, the whole song. So they then went back and redone the song with, obviously, his vocals <laughs> when they got the mic working. Um, and he said, like, oh, we killed the venue. And it was all kind of very funny and very, very cool. Um, a particular highlight for me was a song called Unopened Windows, um, which is he kind of spoke about the fact that his, uh, I think it was his dad, that passed away um a couple of years ago um and it was kind of quite a sad somber song and and talking about um talking about sort of loss and things like that. i thought that was quite a poignant moment in basically what was a very high octane very in your face uh punk rock show um 
One thing as well I will say is I thought the merch was really cool. I thought they had a really good selection of merch, which was really awesome. Um, and, yeah, Set It Off were fucking great. They were fucking great. And you know what, right? So I was obviously lucky enough to be gifted a ticket um, as press to go to the event. Um, but you know what? Like, for £14, I think the ticket price was... You could go far, far, far worse than seeing Set It Off. Um, yeah, shout out to um, their guitarist, Zach, as well, who was full of energy. Um, and Max, who I didn't eat, the drummer, who I didn't even see, to be honest with you, because I was stood right at the back like an old person. But um, <laughs> the, uh, the yeah, he was he was smashed out by the kit as well. So the band sounded tight as fuck. Um, but to be honest, Cody is... He's the front man, and he is he is the one, so to speak. Um, I much preferred it when they leaned more heavily on the kind of their older material, which is a little bit more rocky than their sort of more poppy material um, that they've released recently. But one thing I will say is I will be going away from this show, and I will be checking out more Set It Off's music, which is always basically what you want from seeing a band who you don't really know much about if you come away going that was really good that was class i'm going to be checking out their material um after the event then i guess the band have done a good job that that's pretty much what i can say um yeah so basically uh weathers i will give a i feel really bad now a four out of ten. I, they weren't. They were not great at all. They were not great at all. Um, and set it off. I I was struggling. I was driving home and thinking about this review and kind of going through this review in my head. Um, I think if the ten, if a ten out of ten is the fucking the best a band can be, the absolute pinnacle of a live music experience. Um, they were not a ten. Because I don't think many bands are a 10 out of 10, to be honest. I don't think many bands can be a 10 out of 10. Because once you set a precedent for that, then that's that's your glass ceiling. However, however, Set It Off were very, very impressive. And they were very, very good. So, for a music who I'm not wholeheartedly into um, and don't know that much about, to be honest... I came away thinking that was a fucking great show. So if I was to give Set It Off a score out of 10, my score would be a solid 7, maybe, maybe pushing an 8 out of 10. And that is nothing, in my opinion, to be sniffed at. Um, thank you so much for listening to this review, guys. If you like this content, please do give us a rating, subscribe, um, on your various platform you're listening to this on. Um, it definitely helps. But also, go and tell a friend. Go and tell a friend who might like Set It Off or who might like the other 150-plus episodes we have in our back catalogue. We have got some fantastic guest interviews. Um, and also, yeah, as I said at the start of the show, we are due to have Set It Off on the show we're due to be interviewing them, and we actually asked for your questions on the internet um, to put to set it off. Because I thought to myself, 
what is the best way to get some brilliant questions um and it's kind of like we'll ask the actual people who love this band like don't get me wrong i like this band but i don't love this band and so i asked the guys over on the city off army on facebook to give me some suggestions of their burning questions and you guys did not disappoint so thank you so much for that my name is Moon matt i have been your host this has been the nevermind poly podcast set it off review we will be back very very soon with another episode with another band another review or something completely different peace out have a good rest of your day wherever you are listening to this podcast see ya bye bye Yeah.